Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of our Lord. And now talk to the Lord and say, Lord, even as we hear, as I hear your word, speak to me personally. Minister to me, O God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Talk to the Lord and say, Lord, let me be part of that fertile ground that receives the word of God and bears a mighty harvest. And that is fruitful in the name of Jesus. Talk to the Lord. One word from God can change your life. One word from God can transform your life and bring you from where you are to where you are supposed to be, no matter what you are going through. Talk to the Lord and say, Lord, speak to me personally. In the name of Jesus, let me hear your voice. Let me hear your word. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray, meet the needs of everyone under the sound of my voice. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, both here online, those that watch on TV. Lord, I pray, minister to each and every one of us, O God. In the name of Jesus, at the point of our need. Let no one under the sound of my voice remain the same. Let no one under the sound of my voice remain the same. May they not hear my voice, but may they hear you, O God. And we will give you all the praise. We'll give you all the glory. Lord, may the lost find Jesus. May the discouraged be lifted up. May the hopeless find hope and empower us by your spirit to serve you and to do your will and your work. Even as we see the day of the Lord approaching closer and closer. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Everybody say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. That amen didn't go beyond this building. <laughs> say amen. amen say amen. amen get excited when you come into the house of God I said say amen, amen. say thank you Lord thank you. say glory to, glory to God my Lord and my God that's better amen <laughs> my Lord David said I was glad when they said let us go to the house of the Lord so every time you come into God's house, get excited, yes. get happy, amen, because God has something in store for each and every one of us, amen. amen. Join me in welcoming those that have joined online and those that watch on TV as well. If you are ever in the Colorado Springs area, stop by, a warm welcome awaits you, amen. amen. I trust everyone had a blessed week. Wow, thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody shouted, God is good. good. Shouted, God is good. good. Shouted one more time, God is good. good. My Lord and my God, we don't serve a dead God. No, God is not nervous. He's doing all right. (laughs) He's not surprised at all. No, 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 no. And the God who created the universe is the one that holds your life. And no matter what you are going through, I have news for you. God cares about you. Cares about you watchfully. And he will come through in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So in this season, we have been studying the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And it's been what an awesome journey it's been. We've talked about the parable of the sower. We've talked about the parable of the wheat and tares. We've talked about the parable of the master seed. We've talked about what else? The parable of the leaven. <laughs> you are following the lessons. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we mentioned the fact that Jesus said in Matthew 13, Matthew 13. These are the words of Jesus Christ. Matthew 13. These words are so important because other people desired to hear these words and didn't hear them. So in Matthew 13 verse 17, he says, For assuredly, I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. So these words are so important for you and I. He says in Matthew chapter 13, verse 34, he says, All these things Jesus spoke to the multitude in parables, and without a parable he did not speak to them, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables, I will utter things kept in secret from the foundation of the world. So these are secrets that no one knew about them. So Jesus Christ came on the scene. And you see, sometimes it's easy to get familiar with them because for those of us, some of us who have been in church for a long time, you've heard them since you were young. So it's easy to miss the deep truths in these parables because um, we have them written for us. But Isaiah didn't get it. They saw it. In, they, I mean, that's what they longed to hear. That's what he's saying. These prophets longed to hear these words. And he goes on to say that blessed are your ears and your eyes for seeing and hearing these words. And I announced to you this morning that your eyes are blessed to see these words. Your ears are blessed to hear these words. Amen. You don't like that. You don't like the blessing. Amen. <laughs> don't check out here. We are just getting started. <laughs> I said your eyes are blessed to hear, see these words. Amen. I said your ears are blessed to hear these words. Amen. I said your eyes are blessed to see, see these words. Amen. The prophets wanted to see these words and did not see them. But this morning, you and I are blessed to see and to hear these words. Matthew chapter 13, verse 16. So treasure these words. That's why in some Bibles, they are in red. Red letters win. Because those are the words of Jesus, hidden from the foundation of the world. And he reveals them to us. So, very, 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 very important. Now, today we are looking at the parable of the merchant. The parable of the merchant. The parable of the merchant man. The King James, the King James says, the merchant man. Matthew chapter 13, verse 45. He says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Somebody shout the beautiful pearls. Who, when he had found one pearl of great price, 
went and sold all that he had and bought it. End of parable. And you see, like I said earlier, it's easy to read these and become familiar with it. But you see, for instance, when you go to a doctor, one of the ability that the doctor has, very good doctors have, is they will, I mean, they learned all the medical terms. But when you go to the doctor, you want to find out what's the issue, what's the solution. And with all his deep knowledge, he will break it down for you in simple terms for you to understand. And so the deeper that you, and, and, and it, it, it's, it's the same in other, in, in other fields. For instance, engineering, the engineer will tell you and break it down for you in very simple terms. When they are talking to other doctors and engineers, they will use all the Latin and the Greek and all those things. But really, when they are talking to you, for you to get it, they will break it down for you in simple terms. And so Jesus, these are deep truths. He breaks it down in very simple terms that even the kids can, can understand. And I pray in the name of Jesus, may we not lose out based on the simplicity of these parables. He says that this merchant man discovered. The first thing that we see here is, he says the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. So if you never heard about the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, and you are hearing about the kingdom of God, you see, it's like a businessman. That is a business term. Found, found something that was precious. And it was so precious, he was willing to sell everything and buy it. And go for it. That is the kingdom of heaven. And this right here, tells us something significant. Someone will say, what does it mean? He means exactly what he's saying. Somebody found something that was precious and sold everything and bought it. And you see, sometimes it's easy. For, we are talking about in one of the lessons, we talked about the wheat and the tares, and we also talked about brass and gold. You see, gold and brass are very similar. And, and, and if, you go, if you go to a, a, a blacksmith, they will tell you that to see if you have brass and gold, to, get, to know that the one which is really gold, it has to be passed through fire. Gold is a precious metal. And you see, this merchant person that we are talking about here found something that was precious. And sometimes people may not understand you. Why do you hunger and test after God? Why do you pursue the things of God? And if you are watching on TV, you are watching online, sometimes you may not understand Christians. What is it about Jesus Christ that we have found that makes us passionate about him? My Lord and my God, we have found the fountain of life. We have found something that is that is most important to us than anything else in the world. And we are willing to give up everything and give our whole lives to him. My Lord and my God. That is why sometimes it is difficult for some people to even just when it comes to being born again, being a child of God. Because there is a cost and there is a price to it. 
Sometimes when people hear the message of the gospel, it becomes difficult because they think that they are losing out on something if they make a decision to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. So what would I lose? Oh, but you don't lose at any point when you make a decision to follow the Lord. You are actually gaining when you make a decision to serve God. Oh, when you are on the other side, you say, is Christianity boring? No, Christianity is not boring. When you have a living relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, it makes all the difference. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, thank you, Lord. John chapter 10, verse 10, he says that thief, does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. They may have life. That word there is Zoe, the very life of God. They may have it to the full till it overflows. I remember the first time I saw that this verse, this word life, means the very life of God, the very substance of God that is in God. My Lord, and I realized that when I became a child of God, that same life came in me. I, I couldn't sleep for three days. I don't know, sometimes some, certain things don't mean things to other people, but it, it was so sacred for me. Oh, my Lord and my God, the same life that is in God has now come in me. And God, God wants that life to overflow to others. I, walked, I was walking around, my Lord, the life of God is in me. The life of God is in me. The life of God is in me. And some of these other verses came alive. I am created in the image and the likeness of God. That means you are not an ordinary person. The very life of God is in you as well. And God wants that light to flow to others. You are not ordinary in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God paid an awesome price for you. That life is in you, my Lord and my God, in the name of Jesus. And I see that life overflowing out of you to others in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For three days, I couldn't sleep. I would do, I would do so and I wake up the life of God. I just kept walking around with that. I found something that was precious. You see, you are, you are very valuable in the sight of God. The merchant person was, the man was willing to sell everything because it was valuable. One time in London, a certain man was working and he accidentally cut his finger in the process of working. And when he did that, the company decided to back then compensate him. If you, if you, if you work it out in today's money, it will be about $40,000. Just for one piece of his finger. Now, think about it. Add another finger to it. Add another finger to it. If you add five, we are talking $200,000. If you add the next finger, you are talking $400,000 just for this part of the body. <laughs> then if you add the whole body, you are precious in God's sight. 
and God paid an awesome price to you and God wants every aspect of your life because the honor that you have the integrity that you have when you discover the kingdom of heaven when you discover the kingdom of God nothing else will matter to you you see sometimes people wonder I mean why why do you do the things that you do it's because like this merchant person you have realized that you are of value to God and when you've discovered this kingdom of God this kingdom of heaven you realize that when you go for it everything else will be added to you so you are willing to give up everything and go for that kingdom makes all the difference we're talking about this in one of the other lessons the reason why you are willing to give God your all is because you have seen something else that the other person has not seen why are you here this morning? You have seen something else that somebody else has not seen. Amen. The kingdom of God and being in his house, worshiping him, serving him, hearing his word, and being a doer of the word of God means something to you. The giving of your time, your talent, your treasure means something to you. This person realized that if I can get this thing, everything else will follow. So he was willing to sell everything to go for that, for, 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 that, for that one thing. That makes all the difference. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, may you yield your life completely to the Lord. You see, when you live to serve God, when you live for God, there is nothing like it. You, you, you see, with all the chaos and the confusion in the world, it's a good spot to be in. When you are in, when you are in a place, I, I just live to bless people. When you are in a place where there is no fear, no matter the news. When you are in a place where you know that you have Jesus on your side. When you are in a place where you know that Jesus cares for you, watches for you. I have zero fear because what's the difference? I know Jesus. And if you know Jesus, he makes all the difference. No matter what comes up. And this morning, in the mighty name of Jesus, I don't know the concerns of your heart. The thing that keeps you awake. Maybe you are building something in life. And maybe you don't know even your next steps. But I've come to announce to you by the word of the living God that Jesus lives. And because he lives, your tomorrow will be all right. Shout it, my tomorrow will be all right. Shout it, my tomorrow will be all right. Shouting, my tomorrow will be all right. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So an understanding of this, you see, if you don't, if, if, if you don't value, the, the first point here is if you don't value the kingdom of God, you won't, be, you won't recognize it and you won't be willing to give your all. But if when you recognize the kingdom of God and the value of the kingdom of God, it doesn't matter, you will be willing to give your all. And it makes all the difference. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. The second thing here is that the precious pearl is the work of God. Is the work of God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. And you see, God wants each and every one of us, one in some form or fashion, for us to yield our lives completely to him for his work. Amen. You, see, so, you see, so many times, you, you, you see, the, the, the work of God is for each and every one of us. You see, the fivefold ministry, the ministry of the apostle, the prophet, the ministry of the teacher, the, the evangelist, the pastor, in Ephesians chapter 4, he tells us is to prepare God's people for the work of the ministry. And every one of us, in one way or the other, are called to serve and to work for the Lord. That is what I discovered when I was very young, and I, re I realized, and you see, sometimes there's a cost to it. But when you yield your life to the Lord, it makes all the difference. In the book of Ruth, uh, Naomi had gone to a foreign land and things hadn't gone so well. And she was getting ready to go back to her country. And Ruth and Opa had, had options. Ruth said, don't follow me. Don't, don't come here. This, this, is, this is a star story. Don't, don't come and follow me. Naomi said that. And Ruth got to the place. You see, you see it's what you see that makes the difference. Ruth got to the place in Ruth chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. Ruth chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. Verse, verse 18. The Bible says, notice the statement that she made. She said, when she saw that she was determined to go with her, she, stepped, she stopped speaking to her. Now the two of them went until they came to Bethlehem. And it happened when they had come to Bethlehem that all the city was excited because of them. And the women said, is this Naomi? I actually jumped ahead. Verse 16 says, But Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you. Verse 15 says, And she said, Look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. Notice this phrase, To her people and to her gods. But Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you, or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. And your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also. If anything but death puts, puts you and me. She has seen something that the other person hasn't seen. Where you go, I am going to go with you. Your people will be my people. I am not going to leave you. She has seen something precious. And you see, when she was saying that, there was no, there was no promise of anything. You see, sometimes when you set out to follow God and to obey God, there might not be the promise of anything. But sooner or later, as somebody said, sooner or later. Sooner or later, there is going to be a difference. 
Oh, my Lord and my God. When she took that step, notice that not, this had not transitioned. It had become a covenant. She says, your people shall be your, my people, your God, my God. She said, go back to your God. She said, no, I'm done with those gods. I have found the true God. And he means all the world to me. And I am going to follow him. I am yielding my life to him. I know, Naomi, you said nothing is promised on the other side. But I'd rather go with your God than stay with my God. That's what makes the difference. This merchant man realized that there was something precious. How precious is God to you? How precious is the kingdom of God to you? That determines the steps and the actions that you take in life. Your God will be my God. See, switching from the other gods to the true God. In the name of Jesus, as you make that decision for God, as you make a stand for God, because we are getting to a time where there is going to be a difference. We're talking about this as well. In Malachi 3, he talks about the fact that, and verse 4, he talks about the fact that we are getting to the point where you shall discern between the righteous, between the one that serves God, and between the one that doesn't serve God. He said his people will be precious jewels in the hand of God. These are the times to make a stand for God and say no matter what comes up, as for me, God is my God. As for me, God is the one that I choose. As for me, God is the one that I serve. I will not let anything stand between me and my God. In the name of Jesus, the world may go any other direction, but I know God is my God. And I make a stand for him. When she went, not only did she find Boaz, but out of that marriage came Obed, Jesse, David. And ultimately, when you read the genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ, out of that decision, she's one of the few women listed in that genealogy. She found something. In the name of the Lord Jesus, as you make a stand for God, as you make a decision for God, I see God honoring your life. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, when you see somebody that truly and genuinely loves God, they have a future. I remember in high school, there was a, a certain boy. He wasn't from well-to-do family, a very, very poor family. Sometimes he even reflected in his dressing. But I remember him so clearly. And some of the people that were not Christians used to laugh at him. But he always had a song. 
And that's what annoys some people also. Every time you found this boy, he had a song. He loved the Lord. And he was serving God with all his heart. And he, every time, you, you very rarely, and he, and he actually led, led the choir in the church. He had a song. And he would keep singing. And people kept mocking him and laughing at him. But God, I've watched his life all throughout the years as he had consistently followed God and served God. Now he's married to a beautiful lady. They have a wonderful family and he still has a song to the glory of God. From nowhere, Ruth came out of nowhere. Maybe you are at the point where you are discouraged and you are at the point of giving up. I have come to announce to you by the word of the living God that there is hope for you. I said 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 there is hope for you. I know because I know God. He can, he can take your life and totally transform it around. If you believe that, say amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the book of First Kings chapter 19, thank you, Lord Jesus. First Kings chapter 19, verse 19. The title in the New King James says, Elisha follows Elijah. The servant that Elijah had first ran away from Elijah, and we don't hear his name. They just call him a servant of Elijah. His name is gone completely. When things got difficult, he said, Elijah, I know you are a prophet of God. You are called of God. But these things that you are into, you'll see you later. I'll talk to you on the other side. <laughs> so here, he says, So he departed from there and found Elisha the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him, and he was with the twelve. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him, and he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Please let me kiss my father and my mother and then I will follow you. So he said to him, go back again and what have I done to you? So Elisha turned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and bought their flesh using the oxen's equipment and gave it to the people and the earth. Then he arose and followed Elijah and became his servant. You see, in those days, if the prophet cuts the mantle on you, it means that you are next in line. The anointing is coming on your life. The mantle is coming on your life. So you have to get up and follow. Elisha didn't, he knew exactly what he meant. He said, you please, let me go and say bye to my parents and family and I'll come and follow you. He, he didn't say, um, pastor, prophet Elijah, what does this thing mean? It means exactly what it means. You are supposed to follow the prophet. <laughs> he went, killed the oxen, fed the people, and was on his way out. And if you read the Bible, Elisha did twice the miracles. He went after the anointing of Elijah. What had he seen? He saw something else. That others haven't seen. What have you seen about Jesus that makes the difference in your life? 
Peter made a, a similar move following Jesus. And you see, Jesus gave him an invitation after he had provided for Peter's family in Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. He said to Peter, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, and I will make you. Follow me, and I will make you. Your making in life it will come about as a result of your following Jesus. I'll repeat it again. Your making in life will come about as a result of your following Jesus. Follow me and I will make you. Don't try to make yourself. So far you've been doing that and it's not been working so well. Make a switch and say, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus, my life is yielded to you. Follow me and I will make you. Follow me and I will make you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, as you make that decision to yield your life completely to the Lord, I see God making you. I see God making you to who he planned you to be. I see God molding you and making you and giving you a great destiny. The destiny that was meant for you since the beginning of the world. When you are being formed in your womb, the plan of God for your life. As you make that decision to yield your life to the Lord, I see you entering the fullness of the plan of God for your life. Follow me and I will make you. You don't try to make yourself. You just decide that I have discovered the kingdom of God. I have found Jesus. And he means a whole lot more to me than anything. I am willing to give up everything to follow this person. My Lord, he's the one that makes the difference in my life. He's the one that has transformed my life. And I will follow him. My Lord, I sense the presence of God in this place. The precious pearl, when the mountain man found it, he said, this is it. I am willing to give up everything to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. When Peter made that decision that day to follow Jesus, he didn't know that he was going to be entered into the Bible and into the books of history. Today, we are still talking about Peter. It started with his boat when he decided to yield it up to the Lord. Then he followed up with his life and followed Jesus all the way through. Ah, he wasn't perfect. At some point when it got difficult, he denied the Lord Jesus. Oh, but Jesus restored him. And come the day of Pentecost, he preached and stood up and he said, my Lord and my God, Jesus is not here, but I am still following Jesus. Jesus is not here, but my life is still dedicated to him. I have found something about Jesus. And let me tell you about this, about this Jesus. What we witness on this day of Pentecost, it's not an act of man. It's an act of God. And this same Jesus, even though I missed it, who has restored me, if you are willing to yield your life to him, he will take your life and do something with it. The Bible says that 
the people were cut to the heart. And my Lord, on that day, 3,000 people were added to the Lord. In the name of Jesus, Peter is being made to something because he has decided to follow the Lord. In the name of Jesus, the devil may have whispered to you and said, there is nothing to you, but I've come to announce to you by the word of the living God, as you yield your life to the Lord, there is something to you, and God will take your life and make something out of it. In the name of Jesus, I've seen that story over and over again. Follow me and I will make you. My Lord and my God, I'm excited. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, my Lord and my God. What else is here? Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh, the word of God is good, isn't it? The, another point here, the third one. The mentioned man realized that you see, for instance, when it comes to the work of God, there is a door, there is, when it comes to your life, there is a window of opportunity that opens that you have to take full advantage of certain things. He, didn't, he said he sold everything and was willing to buy it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, you see, the Apostle Paul realized that. He realized that when doors are open to you of the Lord, you have to go through them. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 16, verse 9, thank you, Lord. 1 Corinthians 16, 9, notice what he says. He says, for a great and effectual door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. A door has opened, there are many adversaries. He says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, he says this. He says, furthermore, when I came to Troas to preach Christ's gospel, and a door was opened to me by the Lord. When doors are opened to us by the Lord, you see, it's, a door refers to a window of opportunity. And, and you see, for all of us, there is a window. We are here on this, and even if you live to be 120 years, compared to eternity, that's a very short time. So we must maximize our time down here and take advantage of the opportunities that God, come, God brings our way to serve him. Notice what Jesus Christ said in John chapter 9. He says, now as Jesus passed by, he saw a blind man who was blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parent, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. The works of God hadn't been revealed in him yet. He says, notice this, Jesus said, I must work. The works of him who sent me while it is day, the night is coming when no one can work. Jesus, compared to Abraham, wasn't here that long on the earth. So while he was here, he realized that he must work. Because a time is coming that he has to go to the cross. The night comes when no one can work. There are certain things, if you don't do them now, a time comes, you won't be able to do them. A time comes when no one can work. Whether you like it or not, night time comes when no one, there's a time coming when night time comes when no one can work. 
This merchant man realized that. He says, is this all in that merchant man? Yeah, it's all in there. <laughs> he realized. Jesus said, I must work. There is a door open. There is a window of opportunity here. I must do the Father's work. Do the Father's will. I pray in the name of Jesus. May you maximize this season of your life in the name of Jesus. I must work. Shout it, I must work. In Ecclesiastes chapter 12, notice what the Bible says. Remember now your creator in the days of your youth before the difficult days come. And the years draw near when you say, I have no pleasure in them. Remember your creator in the days of your youth because things change. Remember God in this time of your life. And yielded completely to the Lord. Before the days come when you say, I have no pleasure in, in them. And night comes where no one can work. What a time to be alive in the earth. I'm so excited. <laughs> for instance, in the nation of Yama, we just did training for their pastors. They've been under military rule since 1988. They just, and it's, it's not been an easy time for them. And then around 2010, they transitioned to civilian government. And had, just for a space of 10 years, had some form of stability. And I was talking to these pastors, and, and, and this, 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 they said, we played the video last week, said, we, it's, it's difficult for us, one, to meet two, with all the chaos in the country, the nighttime comes when no one can work. So it's when the, and an opportunity opens for us, as the Lord, to do His will. This is the time that we have the strength. Like that merchant man, let's go for it. What a time to be alive. The need is all around, the harvest is all around us. I was like, 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 like Mordecai said to Esther, we were born for such a time as this. Let's jump in and do his will. In the name of Jesus, you will maximize the seasons of your life in Jesus' name. And any lost time, may God help you to recover in the name of the Lord Jesus. I said, may God help you to recover in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The night time comes when no one can work. I pray in Jesus' name as God ministers to us, may we heed his word. We have found something. That is what makes me this way. Sometimes someone will look at your life and say, what, what is it about God? The Bible says in, in John chapter 3, verse 19, it says, The light came, but men love darkness, and that is why some people are still in the dark. Because, because to, 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 to become a child of God, 
must you there's that firm decision that I'm going to follow God. I'm not going to let anything stand in my way. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a choice to follow Jesus. But this morning, I'm looking at a company. I can see it in your eyes. I am hungry for God. I want to follow God. I want to obey God. I want to do the will of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In my family, in my life, I will stand out for God. In my generation, I will stand out for God. In the name of, no matter the cost, the kingdom of heaven is like a precious pearl. How precious is the kingdom of God to you? How precious? Think about it. If something is precious, you, 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 you do everything. You go all out. I remember when I was dating my, my wife in college, she was in a different hall, and I was in a different hall. But it didn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. <laughs> when you love Jesus, when you love God, when you love his work, not, you, don't, you will not let anything stand in your way. And you see, in these days and times, that is the company of people that God is looking for. Are you willing to give God your all? Are you willing to lay everything out and give your all to the Lord? And see, this, can, this kingdom thing, I have to get it. Jesus makes all the difference. My, my schedule, my gift, my talent, everything belongs to you, O oh God. Not my will, but your will be done. You don't start living until you make that decision. My all belongs to you. And all throughout the Bible, people that made that decision, when it came, you see, every, time, every one of us will get to that point. You see, what, as I'm ministering, it means something to, to, diff, to different people. Esther got to that point where she said, if I perish, I perish. And she didn't perish. Those who say, when, I, when I'm going to choose God, whether I fail, I fail or don't fail, never fail. They are the ones that make it. They have a revelation. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Put us in the fire. We don't care. We have seen something. And when they, put, they were put in the fire, you see, what is in you, like we're talking about, is going to show up. Oh, thank God they didn't perish. People that choose God don't perish. If, even if you are married, when you decide to choose God, in Reve the book of Revelation, those who are married for God have a special place. So you don't lose out, even, even if that happens. If I perish, I perish. People don't perish. That's the company that you are in. God send and deliver them from the fire. No matter the fire that you are going through, Never compromise. Yield your life completely to the Lord. Say in this season, Lord, I'm going to go all out for you. Not only pray for myself. This week, let me give you an action item. Pray for somebody else that is in trouble. Pray for somebody else that doesn't know the Lord. And, min and, and it, as God leads, minister to them and share Jesus Christ with them. Lord, not my will. Your kingdom is first. As you do that, God will take care of everything else. 
pray, lift up a nation before God and say, Lord, I'm praying for this nation. Muslim countries, different countries. This is what this thing is about. He was willing to give up everything. No wonder Jesus Christ says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Matthew 6, 33, and everything else will be added to you. I see things being added to you as you seek this kingdom first. That's what the merchant man discovered. This is precious. This is precious. This is precious. I'm going to go all out for it. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. This morning is communion service. As we come to the communion table, may your life be yielded completely to the Lord. If you are watching on TV, if you are here, wherever you may be, even across the nations of the world, the question is, do you know Jesus? Do you have a relationship with the Lord Jesus? My Lord and my God, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My Lord and my God. Jesus is the one that makes the difference in my life. You see, don't hold, don't hold, hold, hold back. This is not the time to hold back. What is holding you from making a full dedication of your life to the Lord? If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, your first step is to make a decision to follow the Lord. Wherever you may be, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The presence of God is here and is right there with you as well. The Bible says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through the Lord Jesus. Are your friends holding you back? Is it an addiction that is holding you back? Is it some relationship that is holding you back? Don't hold back. Make a stand for Jesus. Your life will not be the same after today. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Thank you for your presence, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence. That burden, Jesus can take it away. It starts with a decision. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says that if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. If you do not have a relationship with the Lord Jesus, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And pray like you are talking to Jesus yourself. And he will make a difference in your life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you are like that, if you are here, raise your hand. I will pray with you. If you are online, on TV, just lift up your hands and make a total surrender of your life to Jesus. The Bible says that whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The Bible also says, Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy led, and I will give you rest. Jesus said, If you believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, and you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Pray this prayer after me. Pray like you are talking to Jesus yourself. Talking to the Lord. I'm just leading you along. 
if you are like that. If you want to give your life to Jesus. All the testimonies that we have given. These were lives that started with one decision. And their lives were not the same. You say, Lord Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead. And today, I confess you as my Lord and as my Savior. Save me and make me new. In Jesus' name. Help me live the rest of my life for you. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer, for saving me, and for making me new. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. And if you knew him and your relationship with God is not where it's supposed to be, maybe you disconnected from God from the church at some point, but you are saying I want, you want to return to the Lord, just say, Lord Jesus, I return to you. Take me back and give me a new beginning in the name of Jesus. If you pray that prayer, use the information on your screen. If you're online, if you're watching on TV, use the information on your screen and reach out. Let us hear from you. Go to the website as well. We have some free resources for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And even as we prepare our hearts to go to the communion table, come with the understanding that Lord Jesus I want you to live the life you would have lived if you were on the earth through me. When you came to the earth, you said, not my will, but your will be done in my life. Lord, in this season, let your will be done in my life. You yielded your life to the Lord, to you, to the Father. And now many people, are coming to know the Father through you. Lord, I know you are still in the ministry, but I'm a visible representation of you down here. Help me to live my life for you. Let's prepare our hearts to receive communion this morning. John chapter 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. May you be empowered to live like the Lord. And even as we come to the table, notice what Jesus said in John chapter 6. Thank you, Father. Verse 53. Then Jesus said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. That word life is the word we saw earlier in John chapter 10. And I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is food indeed. And my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. As the living father sent me and I live because of the father. So he who feeds on me will live because of me. As you feed on the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. May you be empowered to live like the Lord Jesus Christ. The dedication with which Jesus served the Father when he was here. May you receive that in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The dedication with which the Lord Jesus was willing even to lay down his life. May you lay down your life for the Lord. And as you partake of his flesh and his blood, may anything in your life 
that cannot be found in the Lord Jesus Christ. May it be broken today in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If it is an addiction, may it drop off of you in the name of the Lord Jesus. If it is sickness, receive healing in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus is pure. There is no sickness in there. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, Jesus said, I have a baptism to be baptized with. And he was referencing giving his life ultimately to the Lord. And for to see you and I come into the kingdom of God. Receive that same baptism of dedication this morning. Dedication to the Lord and to his work in the earth. Your life will count. I said your life will count. Your life will count. Your life will count. Your life will count. As you partake of the communion this morning. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He says, the apostle Paul wasn't there present physically present but he received this by revelation for i receive from the lord that which i also deliver to you that the lord jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread father i pray over this bread and this juice lord i pray as we partake of this we do not partake of this in our own righteousness the bible says our all our righteousness are like filthy rags before you we partake of this in the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ. For we have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all sin. Let it be life to us, Lord. From the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. He said that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's partake of his body this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's partake of his blood this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Let's rise to our feet, please. And talk to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's talk to the Lord and say thank you, Lord, for the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. The body that was broken for us that we might be made whole. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, in this new covenant, Jesus, you do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. And Lord Jesus, we do for you, Lord, what you empower us to do for you. Talk to the Lord and make a total consecration of your life to the Lord. Pray in the name of Jesus. Pray and say, Lord, the kingdom of heaven, help me to put it first in every area. Oh, that is what puts us in command of all things, Lord. You said when we seek the kingdom of God first, everything else is added to us. My time, my life, every aspect of my life. 
In the name of the Lord Jesus, talk to the Lord. His presence is here. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, and whatever is on your heart that you came to church with, talk to him about it as well. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Talk to him. Talk to him. Pray. Talk to the Father. In the name of Jesus, see him rolling that burden away. See him giving you a new beginning. Even as we have entered a new month, age stands for new beginnings. I see God giving you a new beginning. I see a company of people going after the precious things of the Lord. Going after the precious pearl. In the name of Jesus, Lord, count me worthy of these precious pearls. In your kingdom, lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. In the name of Jesus, it may mean different things for different people, but there is something that in this season you are saying, Lord, I will give it all up for you, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I see God making destinies tonight, this morning. In the name of the Lord Jesus, this day will mark a new beginning for you. This month will be a new beginning for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, press in a little bit more this morning. And talk to the Lord. Pray and talk to the Lord. Oh my Lord, I thank you for your presence. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray for these precious ones, Lord. Do a work in our hearts, Lord. Do a work in our lives, Lord. Like this merchant person that was willing to give it all up for you, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we yield our lives to you, O God. All of you. We are precious in your, in your sight, Lord. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. You have a plan and a glorious destiny for us, O oh God. And in the name of Jesus, we yield our lives completely to you. And Lord, as we do, you know the deep at heart needs of each and every one of us, both here, online, across the nations of God. I pray in the name of Jesus, in this month, new month, on the first day of the month, as we have stepped into your presence, O God, turn things around for your glory. Let there be miracles and testimonies in the name of Jesus in this month. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my Lord and my God. I give you the praise. I give you the glory. Thank you, Lord. Let's thank God for his presence this morning. Lift up your hands and give him the praise and the glory. Thank God. Give him the praise and the glory. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.